Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast. It's your girl Candace back at it again with a brand new episode of the podcast. And today, dearly beloved, we are gathered here to discuss office politics. Office politics. Um, I have an experience with a girl named Jaylene Ulrig. She didn't like me. Um... But I had to play office politics. I had to act like she wasn't threatening me. But what you guys think about it, I'm a black girl in an office, okay? Me raising any type of drama was going to be a problem. I was going to be looked up at the looked at as a problem. So what I did is I wrote down a little note saying Jaylene was unwelcoming to me during the office and lo and behold the whole office had bio microaggression training emergency training and the lead um person of that training her name was candace and i'm like that's so funny that's really really funny um when you get a job there's so much shit you have to worry about like your online image your in-person image do you fit well with the team i noticed that these days that when you're getting a job it's not about how much you know it's not about who you know it's about if you're gonna get along with the team oh we're just trying to find someone to get along with our team we blah, 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 blah. it's like fuck you i got another denial from a job that i thought i had in the bag I really, really thought I had in the bag. It was for this job called Anexus. It was a data operations specialist. They didn't even know what they were looking for. And that's that's another thing with office politics is like, it's one big popularity contest. It's like whoever's promoted is well-liked. It's ridiculous. My last office I worked at was for Vanguard. And talk about office politics. It's like I couldn't wear a certain amount of clothes. Where I couldn't like if I wore this, I wore the same boots every day, and it was a problem. I wore like the same long sleeves every day. It was a problem. Well, sorry, I have tattoos. I don't want anyone thinking that I'm a devil worshiper. So there's that. It's like my hair, my hair, you guys. I had to wear my hair in a certain way. Because of office politics. It's so fucking stupid. And then, not only that, it's like one time I didn't wear makeup just to work. And then someone complained about my health. They're like, I'm really concerned about Candace's health because she's not wearing makeup. But I'm just like, are you fucking serious? So there's that. There's like, Everyone's trying to get you fired at the same time. Because, like, if you're on a team and funds are allocated, like, one team member gets 50000 one team member gets 70000 one team member gets 80000 If they don't see you pulling your weight, they'll try to get you fired. Especially when you're just beginning out. I was a new hire outside of finances, meaning that I didn't know anything and I was treated so badly. I was like, treated like I was dumb, treated like I couldn't read, treated like, I was just treated like like I was stupid. Like, hello, I'm an outside hire. I don't know anything about finances. What are you supposed to 
your job is supposed to teach me. I just felt so stupid. And I don't think that any job is supposed to make you feel that way. And I totally blame office politics. There were people that my boss were, was afraid of because they were higher than him. And there were people that those people were afraid of because they were higher than them. Like the chain of command at my old job was just ridiculous. Um, I, instead of getting fired, they put me on a performance improvement plan that lasted two months and I passed it, but they still kept wanting to fire me. Treat me so bad. The back to the thing with Jay Ling. Um, I was hired during the pandemic, which meant that I didn't see anyone during the um, I didn't see anyone during the office, and like. Somebody reported my social media posts anonymously to my boss, and I'm wondering if that was Jaylene. I'm wondering if I know this girl indirectly. You know what I mean? Like, she knows of me, but, like, I don't know her. Which seems like... Which seems like her vendetta. I don't know. But she kept staring at me like, like a gremlin. Every time we were in the hallway, every time... Like, we were apart from different people. She would glare at me like a fucking monster. And, like, I know no one would believe me because she's very well-liked. Like, for Christ's sake, she won a $20,000 bonus from people nominating her. Like, she's her will, her word against mine is trash. Or my word against hers is trash. So, what... What did I do? I just wrote a note saying she felt me, she made me feel unwelcome. And then we got a micro bias training from a girl named Candace. And the thing is, is that this girl, she assigns people to do different jobs. So she, of course, she assigned someone named Candace to get a message to me that it was her loud and clear that her stares and her tactics were noticed and brought to higher ups' attention. But it shouldn't have been like that. I should have been comfortable enough to went to my boss and said, hey, she's doing this. But office politics, I'm black. I can't do stuff like that. Being black in the office space, especially in the corporate world, it's like it's almost like you're lucky to be there. Uh, me and this other girl named Renee, we were the only black girls in the office in our department. And it's like, we had to constantly prove that we weren't lazy, that we weren't complaining, that we could do our job as, as fast or as faster as anybody else could, because we were black. Ridiculous. It's just like, I couldn't come. Eventually I started coming to work without my hair done and without my makeup done, because I didn't want anyone complaining about my appearance. I just wanted people to focus on my job to focus on my work, to focus on my results. And eventually that started happening, but then I started alienating myself from the group because I, my hair wasn't done and because I had no makeup on. I had no, I had no uh, desire to engage with the team because it's fake. It's fake. And it's, the fucked up thing is it's like, the more you engage with the team, 
the more susceptible you are for promotions, the more people like you. It's all it's a whole big fake contest, these office politics. And I've never watched The Office, but it's got to be something like that. <laughs> I just want to take the time to say thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing for your friends, family, and your followers. This episode is about office politics. And even just like the whole background check, it's like, what are they looking for? They have this program called LexisNexis. And it shows you all the numbers you've had, all the addresses you've had, all the like police stops you've had, all of the records you have on your um, driving record. And then they determine their hiring based on that. So it's like, I have a DUI, you know, whatever. But that doesn't disqualify me for most jobs. And just getting a job these days is hard. It's harder than I thought I could. I could, I'd usually get a job within the max two months. It's been five months, you guys. Five. And I've been playing office politics with everyone. I've been on at least five interviews. Like three I've turned down because they were commission-based. And the other two I just didn't get. I had one yesterday at 8.30 a.m. And it turned out that it was at 9.30 a.m. So we had the interview it went well, and we'll see if I get any, anything, a job, anything. It pays quite well, $28 an hour, which is nice. And I'll be sorting emails, which is nice. Metro booming once a morning, sick. Shoot him in the bag, I read you, but I sick. Bah! <laughs> Put a pepper fucking on that fucking march. Whoa. I thought about other things that I could do to help me with my job search. I redid my resume and I've been getting a lot of hits. So I'm going to apply more today to more jobs. It just sucks applying. It sucks applying and it sucks that I'm going back to corporate America. I've had a light, nice long five months off. And, like, I'm going back to corporate America. Even though corporate America sucks, it provides a security blanket. And that's one thing I don't... One thing I want to tell myself I don't need is you don't need a security blanket. You don't need vision. You don't need health. You don't need tuition. You don't need benefits. You don't need a salary. Just go out there and hustle. But I'm scared to hustle. I'm scared to fail. And you can't, you can't, you can't be afraid to like make no money. Scared money don't make no money. At least that's what they say. Click, click. It's on my TikTok. I just on my TikTok. I just bought a Cuban link. But it was big, bro. Is she trying to jiggle me? Oh, shit. I have no work clothes. <laughs> I have no clothes that are appropriate to wear to work, so I'm going to have to buy those. Toyota keeps harassing me like, hey, we need our money. We need our money. I'm like, I know. I'm unemployed. Leave me alone. So I'm paying them like every week, like 300 bucks as much as I can. <sighs> you always have to be on your toes during office politics. You always have to be dressed up nice. You have to smell nice. 
And you can't talk about people, but at the same time, everyone talks about everyone else in front of you, and you're the newbie. You start to find out what's wrong with the company on your first day of the month, uh, uh, or on your first day, on your first week, you start figuring out, oh, this is what's wrong with the company. And then you find out why people quit, and then you're just like, great, I'm stuck here. Indeed, I say there's a lot of like stupid job posts, like a lot of um, posts that are not real. So they just take your information. So that's the frustrating part about the job search. It's just so stupid. I don't want to go back to playing office politics. It's like I put on a mask and I'm like, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you doing? When I don't give a fuck. I could give two fucks about how people are doing, how their day was, how, how their weekend was, what their kids look like. I could give two fucks. I just want to get in and get out and get my money. But no, if you don't play these office politics, then you're fired. If you don't act like you're interested in your fellow neighbor, you're fired. If you don't act like you don't give a shit, if you don't act like you give a shit about the whole company, you are fired. If you don't live, breathe, eat, sleep the company, you are fired. It's stupid. Why can't we be treated as human beings and not as drones when we enter the workplace? A lot of my friends have been expressing to me, they're like, Candace, I don't think work is for me. And I'm like, it's not. They're like, I don't want to work for someone else. And I'm like, it's not. Do it. Do something. You see, I've been trying to keep my mind out of the gutter and just sell something. I've been seeing girls on TikTok selling lip gloss. I've been selling girls on TikTok. I mean, I've been seeing girls on TikTok selling all kinds of stuff, making all kinds of money. 4,000 orders, 100 orders. Like, I just, like, I want to start something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, have a warehouse. And, like, I just want to quit my job. But, like, what am I going to sell? She better she show her panty. She better she show her panty. She's shaking like jelly. Kind of Becky Chanelli. But I'm sure shaking that's like a deli. I like the way she says that. I have, true story, my Toyota Camry is fucked up in the front. And when I was parking at my old job and I was sitting in my car, people would just stare at my Camry like it was a piece of shit. And I'm just like, it's just a little crack. And like people, people be so rude. And that's another thing about office politics is like you have to be nice to the rudest people because they're higher than you or they have more tenure and that's what i don't like is the whole tenure aspect is like oh they've been here longer than you have they can do whatever they want they can say whatever they want fuck them fuck them fuck tenure there's always that one bitch at the office who overachieves overachieves and like wants to get a promotion but she's so ugly that no one's gonna give it to her and like i said it's a popularity contest it's a well-liked contest getting promoted in the in the corporate world the corporate world treats you like you guys are like not just drones but like got like inmates you know what I mean? They're monitoring how much you go to the bathroom. They're monitoring how fast you do stuff. They're monitoring how the quality of how fast you're doing stuff. It's a lot of pressure. And it's like, just hire the fucking robots already. 
just hire the robots. Just hire the robots. Let us go find something else. Let us go figure it out because it's getting stupid. Oh, and the discipline. The discipline. Oh, I'm gonna write you up. I'm gonna write you up. I'm gonna write. It's like write me up, then nigga. Write me up. Write me the fuck up. Give give me demerits. Give me a suspension. Give me something. Cause I'm tired of like corporate America. Like uh uh uh. We're gonna put you in timeout. We're gonna write you up. Like write me up, then. I'm fucking 28. Write me up. Write me the fuck up. I was just following protocol, but apparently it's not good enough for you. You see, when you're following protocol, especially when you're new, sometimes it's slightly not as good as they want to. And that's where these little rules come in. Like, corporate America has unwritten rules that you have to listen to. And it's just like, where is the procedure? Where is the guideline? Where is the policy that I that I need to follow this invisible rule? One time... I was leading a meeting and I weirded everyone out because I asked them if they believe in a, in a simulation. And then my boss pulled me aside and they're like, that was weird. Don't do that again. And I'm like, okay. Just because I'm from a different generation and I believe different things, that means I'm weird and I make everyone feel uncomfortable. All right. All right. And like Vanguard... They act like they're the best, but they're the, they're not. They're not. They they act like they're the best, and they're not. I mean, did I mention that they paid the employees a thousand dollars to get a vaccine to go back to work to get back in the office, and then they taxed it, so it was about eight hundred bucks. I don't like bitches. I don't like nobody. We can get we can get gangster where everyone go about it. <laughs> Money back, yo. Is he in jail? I don't know. It's Young Thug's in jail. Free Jeffrey Lamar Williams. Free Young Thug. Please. I think he needs a new lawyer. Fuck it, I'm crossing the line today. I had someone reach out to me thanking me about my podcast episode about Adderall. And then they wanted to ask, well, how come you made how to get Adderall prescribed and how to quit Adderall? And I said, I had a request from different people, but listen... Addiction, for me, the nature of it is just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You're relapsing or not relapsing. You're relapsing or not relapsing. And to give myself credit, I haven't had it in a while. So it's just like, it's just like, calm down, you know? It's like, I, I can be who I want to be. I can say what I want to say on my podcast. And she apologized. She was like, I didn't mean to call you out or anything. And I'm just like, no, it's totally fine. I totally get it. But yeah, if you feel some type of way that I made an ad- I made three Adderall episodes that are contradicting, then just try to understand the nature of addiction, how it's back and forth, and how we don't have a cure for it yet. <laughs> we don't have any we don't have any insight for how to fix it. So excuse me if I seem like I'm going wishy-washy. It's officially the end of Leo season. I hope everyone had a great birthday. Fantastic birthday. I know I did. 
So guess what, you guys? I got denied for Drake's passport tickets. I'm so sad. I got a and I got an email from Live Nation. They're like, "Sorry, we can't accommodate you for these for these press passes." And I was like, "Fuck!" But I'll keep trying. I'll keep trying. I'll keep trying. I'll keep trying to different concerts. Maybe concerts that I don't even know. Don't even know the artist. Who knows? I will say, you guys, this snail mucin, the one that went viral on TikTok, it doesn't work. It does not work. Um, keeps moisture on the face, I guess, but it doesn't work. No one can decide whether you can pat it on your face or wipe it on your face, but I don't think it works. Oh, one thing about the office politics is, like, instead of giving you a raise, they give you a pizza party. And it's like this money for the pizza party and the cookie exchange could have gone towards the bonus. I had a dream last night about my boss, my old boss, and I asked him for help. And he didn't know how to do my job, so he asked someone else for help to help me. And that's exactly how it was. It's like, if you're in my old job... My boss didn't know how to do shit for any of us. Like, he couldn't do our job in case one of us was out. So he had to rely on other people in our team to do someone else's job. It was nuts. And let's move to the beat like we know that it's over. I love this song. You guys, I've been thinking about straightening my hair, but I feel like my curls are going to die if I do that, which is no bueno. No bueno. You guys, I want to smoke. It's been 24 hours since I smoked, and I'm just like, bored. I want to go shopping. See, this is where my shopping addiction comes in. If I don't smoke, I shop. I want to get, I want to go to Target, get new stuff for my hair. I want to get some clothes. I want to get all kinds of stuff. Like I said, you guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. Please share with your friends, your family, and followers. We're almost towards the end here. But another thing about office politics they don't talk about is like your fellow peer, your fellow, like, let's say you're in a customer service job. Well, like, your fellow customer service rep, the person who sits next to you, they can be either the best friend you've ever had, or they can be the most conniving shit that you ever met. People love to snitch. People love to get ahead by any means necessary. So if you are someone who likes to smoke their weed pen or their tobacco pen, or if you like to talk about social media outside of the office, don't do that. Never, ever, ever give anyone your social media because they will use it against you. Like I said earlier, someone uh, anonymously reported my social media to my boss when I first got hired. And I asked him, I'm like, do they violate the policies in place? And he's like, no. And I'm like, then you should turn around and tell that person to go mind their fucking business. But he was like, I just want to make you aware. Make me aware what? That someone is stalking me? Because I never, ever, ever gave my social media to someone 
in my office. That is just a no-no. When it comes to like getting lunch, I always isolated myself because I don't want to sit next to anybody. Because like I said, people are just trying to get information out of you to use against you, especially your coworkers. Your coworkers are not your friend. I don't care if you work at Walmart. I don't care if you work in a, at fucking Vanguard. I don't care if you work at Morgan Stanley. I don't care if you work at USAA. Your coworkers are not your friends. The second you get too comfortable around them is the second your boss knows something is the second their their boss knows something. And then you're called into an office talking about the very issue that you were talking about with lunch towards someone privately. It's ridiculous. It's a dog eat dog world. When I was working at USAA, I was accused of stealing snacks. And then I was removed off the project. I was accused of stealing Nutter Butters and orange juice. The what happened was I had to enter my card manually because the card slide wasn't showing. So it looked like I just stole the food because no receipt printed out. So the janitor lady reported me and then they started a whole two week investigation on my ass. So they started following me everywhere I went and I was just like, are you fucking serious? So I showed them that I paid for it and they're like, oh, yeah, we still want you off the project. And I'm just like, are you, are you, are you joking? You've got to be joking. So, yeah, I got kicked off of a USAA project because I was stealing Nutter Butters and orange juice. <laughs> um, at the dispensary I worked at, it was pretty chill, but it was a lot of drama. It was a lot of drama and like it was there was a drama between me and this girl named Melithia and they had they had to sit, sit us down and like ask each other what the fuck the drama was and it shouldn't have gotten that far. Don't you ever let a bitch affect you that way at work. Don't you ever let anyone affect you in a negative way at work. Don't let anyone get under your skin. Don't let anyone do that because it's just like it's not worth having a sit down with your bosses. That's really embarrassing. Another thing I want to talk about too, don't sleep with your coworkers. Don't fuck your coworkers. Don't flirt with them. Don't do anything because it's going to backfire really, really bad. Even it even if it takes years, it's going to backfire. I slept with two guys from inventory in Nirvana Center and it backfired pretty bad. I, uh, my first boyfriend at my first job backfired don't date anyone at your job because it's like they know more about you than you think you do than they think than you think they do because they work back there so just be careful just be very very careful <laughs> another thing i would do is um if don't flirt with your customers i had girls that i used to work with they used to be like hey love how are you hey love bye love Hey, babe. Hi, babe. Don't do that. Don't do that, please. It's okay to let other people know who you are. Like for me, for example, people know that I'm a painter. I don't necessarily release that I have a podcast because I'm, I'm not that huge or anything like that. But like, um, oh shit, this is my song. 
We're gonna sing it. I don't care. We're gonna sing it. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Life is a waterfall. We lose the sound, but we learn it all. I don't know the rest of the words to them. Always want to go, but you never want to stay. The one shoes. Always want to play, but we never want to lose. Don't eat where you shit. I mean, yeah, don't eat where you shit. And I will say that, like, if you quit jobs in certain industries, like, you're blackballed if you try to work in a different area in the industry. So that's part of the politics. Um, it sucks, but it's something you got to play with. It's like a card game. It's like a game. It's like a game of chess working in corporate America. I hope one day that working from home, the dynamic of working from home, like really kills the corporate vibe. I think it will. I think it has. And I think that, you know, it'll just be a better environment for everybody because I hate office politics in corporate America. <laughs> I hate it. This is Candice with the Manic Candice Podcast. Thank you for listening. Please share with your friends, family, and followers this episode or any other episodes that you like. Check out all episodes. It's over 100 on all major streaming platforms. Bye-bye. I bid you adieu.